Hi, everyone. It's John from the Two Scrums Up editing room. Uh, this is a special message I wanted to put at the start of this episode. Uh, we originally taped this episode as a live show. Uh, we did a Zoom call with most of Allie in attendance, uh, so probably about 50 or 60 people um, overall. And we recorded this live. Um, it was great for everyone to be able to come and kind of watch the show happen. Uh, and it was a special thanks uh, to the folks who spoke up and offered their thoughts on today's topic, which is daily stand-up. Thank you so much, Patty Reeves, Val Cuckoo, Ben Bolton, and Sarah Rose Bellick for lending your voices to this episode. Uh, without further ado, let's get into it. When we frame it as like, these are our opportunities to grow and improve ourselves that I find that that for me definitely motivates me to like, want to be at stand up and want to be held accountable. I would say one of the most powerful iterations that ought to happen on a stand up that I've been most inspired by is switching up the questions. You're still getting the same information. What are you blocked on? What are you working on? What are those mm -hmm. most important tasks, et cetera but you're doing it in such a way that doesn't feel like a robot. It's not about the points that your team achieves at the end, it's that you've made the sprint goal. So organizing the stand-up questions around the sprint goal has been really helpful, I think, in revealing what your blockers are. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two Scrums Up, a podcast where we share our successes and missteps practicing Scrum in an agency environment. While what works for us might not work for everybody, we hope by sharing our experiences, we spark ideas for you, no matter how long or short you've been using Scrum. I'm John Ragazine, and with me is my co-host, Ken Medley. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, John. John, today, I want to talk about something that we do every single day. Eat the lunch. daily stand-up. Oh, yes. daily stand-up. Thank you. We can talk about lunch, I guess, on another episode. But why don't today, why don't we tackle the daily stand-up? Sure. Yeah, no, that sounds great. You know, it's one of the five rituals. It's the thing that I think people know most about Scrum from the outside. Uh, right. So the origin of the daily stand-up, it comes from the military. You were in the military as well, so you should tackle mm -hmm. the definition. Um, the daily stand-up origin, we never did the daily stand-up, uh, in any of the units that I was in, in the military, but, uh, basically the idea is every day at the exact same time, let's all get together, talk through what we're working on, talk through what we're going to do. Do we have any impediments and how can we help each other moving forward? That's sort of the origin of it. Um, I can't tell you when the first daily stand-up ever occurred, um, but I can tell you this one thing to some organizations, it is extremely important that you physically stand up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where the, that's where the name comes from. And the, the thought process behind that is if you're all standing, you'll want to get the meeting over with as soon as possible. If exactly. you're lounging in like whatever air on chairs around a conference table, uh, you're going to go on for way too long. And it's really important and really vital that, that the stand-up stay time-boxed, or at least when you're first learning Scrum, that it stays time-boxed. Yeah, we try to keep our stand-ups to about 15 minutes. Um, I know some go go longer, some go shorter, but I think it's, it's extremely important to keep it time-boxed 
two 15 minutes, like you said. It, we're there to basically just share our ideas. What am I working on? What is stuck? Do I have any impediments? How can we help each other? Now let's go do some tasks. Let's go deliver value, not, hey, let's sit around a conference room and talk about what we could have done, should have done. That's a retro, not the daily stand-up. I don't want to sit around and talk about backlog items and stuff. No, that's backlog refinement, not the daily stand-up, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, but that being said, you know, when I know when I first started reading about Scrum and when people are learning Scrum for the first time, uh, there's a really dry explanation of what a daily stand-up is. It's like, you know, you get together, it's 15 minutes, and you answer these three questions. What did you do yesterday? Like, what are you working on now? What will you do next? Are you stuck? Um, which is fine, but it turns it into kind of a, a very like a status kind of meeting. And, yeah. you know, I'm guilty of this as much as anybody else where I'm like, oh, man, I'm working on this thing and I'm I'm working on it and I want to talk about it because I've said nothing out loud to another person for like three hours. Um, let's 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 get into that a little bit. But really, you know. I think it's important. I think that our community of Scrum Masters here at Alley have, have pushed this forward where we want to focus not so much on like what's being worked on, although that's important, um, mm-hmm. and more so like what is the risk to getting our work completed? What is right. in your way right now that the team can quickly figure out how to remove? I used to share my screen, um, and I used to have the work board uh, for everyone, the sprint board. And it would show like, okay, I'm going to filter by like Kevin. Here's the tickets Kevin's working on. Kevin, how are you doing, Kevin? And then Kevin would say super optimistic and positive things. And then we move on to the next person on the team. Um, you know, all that being said, uh, I've stopped sharing my screen. Now it's just all of us looking at each other on a Zoom call, which is, you know, a lot more connective. Uh, and, uh, and I just want to know, I was like, what's in your way? What's at risk? What are you worried about? Um, what should we know about as a team? And sometimes it's like very much like I am blocked because of something that Travis is doing or not doing. I still don't know what Travis does, but if anyone's named Travis, they shouldn't work here. Um, and then the other side of it is like, I'm really worried about the state of the world and I'm freaking out and like, you know, um, sure. I have this thing going on at home. I'm not sure if I'll be able to like pick up my kids and get this ticket done. Like, what do I do? You know, mm-hmm. and then we just talk about it and we solve it because at no point should like work be causing you this amount of stress or strain. Um, and the only way you can do that is really by by discussing it. So, you right. know, Ken, how have you opened up your team's stand up, your daily stand up to move away from a status update? Yeah, we struggled and, and there's probably listeners who can relate to this. But like you mentioned, we would share our screen and ask it, how are you doing? How's this ticket coming along? Oh, everything's great. Yep, we're doing good. And then we get to sprint planning. We go to close out the sprint. It's like, oh, that's going to roll. I, I'm not done with that. Oh, the, I got was blocked on that thing, so that's going to roll. It's like, wait, what What happened? Uh, we realized that we're asking the wrong questions at our daily stand-up. We're not getting the information that we needed out of it. So we started asking different questions. Like you, John, we stopped sharing our screen. Let's look at each other eye to eye and have a conversation. So for us on, on our team, there's a series of questions that everybody goes through at our daily standup and I'll share them with you right now. What are you working on and have you updated the ticket? One that kind of checks that box of, is our board up to date or not? So they can share that. The second question is what is taking you longer than expected? Do you have any impediments? Are you avoiding anything? 
What are you excited about? And fist of five is sprint goals. One being there's no way we're going to hit this, and five is like, man, we already got it in the bag. Like, it's already done. We go through those, those questions every day at Daily Stand-Up, and for us, that helps us uncover those things. And if you notice some of those questions, they sort of ask the same thing. What's taking longer than expected? What are your impediments? Is there anything you're avoiding? Really, at the heart of that, we're asking the same question three different ways hoping to get that conversation going of, yes, I am stuck, or, hey, I, I'm putting this thing off because of whatever. You know, it, it helps us surface those things. Now now we have the power of the team. The team can come in and help. We're not waiting for sprint planning to find out that something's off the rails, right? Yeah, and, and you know, some of it is just, I think, psychological. You know, asking the same thing in different ways allows you to not put someone on the spot, like if, yeah. if your questions were like, what did you f- screw up today? You know, that's not going to really like that might elicit some information depending. I know that I have oh, so many mistakes that I have to report every day. But, um, you know, beyond that, I think you want to say like, OK, you know, what is out of your control that's causing you risk? You know, like there, it's OK to not be totally efficient 100 percent of the time. It's unrealistic to assume that you would be efficient all the time. There are things that are going to happen that are like totally on you. And there are things that are going to happen that are not your fault or your issue or your, you know, ownership at all. And we just have to discuss those as a team, um, which comes into the the whole concept of psychological safety, which is, which is definitely right. another episode. Yeah, for sure. You definitely have to have a high level of trust to be able to go and um, tell your teammates, hey, I'm stuck. I'm blocked. I need help. I just want to say real quick that something that I've learned as a scrum master is that how important it is to only ask, first of all, to model answering the questions for my team, because I feel like if I don't have a good answer to the questions, why am I asking my team for answers to? Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, is to only ask questions that I value the answer. So I guess those two are kind of part of the same coin, but I've just um, realized that if I'm asking more personal question about our life or how we can support each other, or if I'm asking something specifically about the sprint, it's really crucial to be asking questions that I can answer myself if I'm expecting the team to answer them as well. You had said when you defined the stand-up earlier that uh, we're going to meet at the same time every day and we're going to talk about what's going on. And often uh, that would, I think... In co-located companies and stuff, it would be like, all right, at 9 a.m., we're going to have our daily stand-up, and it, like, kicks off the day. You know, you're like, this is what I did yesterday. This is what I'm going to do today. Whatever. Um, We don't have that luxury being a fully distributed agency. And so we had to, like, figure out, like, well, how do we do these things in a way that makes sense? You know? Like, I can't ask the team, like you know, what did you work on yesterday at the end of their day? Cause they're not going to remember, um, what happened a couple hours ago, let yes, alone like 24 whole, hours ago. Yeah. yeah for, for, forget it, you know? And so when we started moving into uh, scrum at scale methodology, you know, that relies on sort of like a cadence of meeting where the standup happens at the same time. Immediately after that, you're having like, uh, all the SMs or all the POs meet together to talk about the things they discovered in their standup. And then, the executive action team eat meets directly after that. So it's like instant action is the idea, but that doesn't work really well 
with kind of where we had, but we, you know, we, we, we went for it. We decided to have it at 4 p.m. Eastern every day. It's mostly like everyone's afternoon for the most part. Uh, if you're dealing yeah. with like, you know, the contiguous 48 plus Canada uh, time zones. Um, but eventually, like, that became kind of interruptive or kind of uh, inefficient. So now teams can have their stand up at any time of the day they want. Um, you are empowered to do so as long as you're having it. If you're not having the stand up, then there's going to be uh, obvious, like very quickly, things are going to not go smoothly in your sprint. Sure. Um, so some folks have them, you know, the middle of the day. Some folks have them first thing in the morning. We still have ours at 4 p.m. because I never changed it. Um, but it does feel like kind of nice. You know what I mean? Like you have a whole day behind you or half a day behind you. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is what I'm going to do. And then like, I'm going to finish this up tonight. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get on this next item. Um, yeah. And if they identify risks, I'm still like in the zone to, to help them. If we had it at like 6 p.m., I might not be helping you until the next day or whatever. Ken, do you have your stand-up at the same time every day, but at a certain time, or do you vary the times as well as the days? We have ours every day at the exact same time, which is 10 a.m. Eastern. Oh, my gosh. That's so so exciting. That's like the exact opposite of me, Um, which is what most people do. (laughs) Yeah, the the thought process there was uh, to keep it at that time. That way, you've got a little bit of time in the morning. Most folks, you know, come in 8, 9 o'clock. You know, you can kind of get into work, see what's going on, pick up where you left off. You know, sometimes if you're experiencing a a problem, sometimes just coming back to it the next day with a fresh mind, you know, after you're rested and stuff, you're like, oh, yep, there's the problem. Okay, I am unstuck now. I'm moving forward. So we wanted to allow some time for that in the morning, but still have our stand up early enough in the day that if those things still persisted, we were still blocked, you still had impediments, then the team basically has almost a whole day to help get each other unstuck. So that was the that's the reason why 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And, you know, like I said, it's really going to be up to, like, what works best for the team. You know, you don't right, want to yeah. force the stand-up on the team. You want to instead figure out what's the, you know, the most return on investment, I suppose, um, is one way, you know, of phrasing it. Yeah, experiment with times and stuff and just simply ask your team what's going to work best for you all. You know, right now it's 10 o'clock, but I just took a note here on my sticky note here. Um, I may ask my team, hey, does 10 o'clock still work? Should we should we change this? Should we move it to a different time? So experiment and figure out what works best for you. So, John, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. The daily standup, it happens every day. And we yes. talk about the same thing every day. Right. You know, anybody have any impediments? How are we doing? You know, those kind of things. How do you keep a daily stand-up fresh and exciting to where people, it's something that folks enjoy, they want to come to and feel comfortable sharing what's on their mind? How do you do that every day? I have theories, but I wonder if my team would call this all out as like there's no way to make it fresh um, or exciting. But it's true. It's like if you do the same thing every time, and I, I make a habit of saying the same intro phrases and stuff every time, in my rituals, um, there's a couple of ways that you can keep things kind of bouncy and fresh. One is to change the questions, um, obviously. Uh, and we talked about that a little bit. Uh, and there's changing the questions to get better information, but also changing the questions to be timely, um, to address the fact that like, even though you have a 15 minute time box meeting, maybe there's like something going on in the world that you should like put as an item, like a little bit of a mini clearing at the start of a standup. Um, having the someone else who's not you facilitate 
is another great way of handling it. Kind of like round robin thing. I know there are some teams at Alley that have different folks that run the rituals every time. Um, I tend to run a lot of them on my team. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the SM. doesn't have to be the PO. Just kind of roll through it in a different way. There are like various protocols and other ways that you can kind of roll through things. Um, I know even like we used to use this software that I'm not going to say the name of, but that like kind of ran standups for you and like posed questions Mm. at random to you. Yeah. And then would like shame the person who spoke the longest at the end of it. But, uh, it's one way of spicing it up, you know? So there's all these different things that you can, that you can do. Um, I turn the question around on you, Ken. What do you, how do you keep things fresh? you you have a very, when you shared your questions earlier, they were very like, to the point and very specific and they're great. They're like eliciting that stuff. But like, how do you, how do you put a human twist on things with your team to keep things fresh? For us, it's that last question that I mentioned, what are you excited about? We asked that question at the end. It doesn't have to be anything work related. Sometimes just sharing things like I'm really looking forward to the weekend because I've got this thing planned or that thing. Or, hey, today I'm going to go for a walk at this new park that just opened by my house. I'm really excited about that. And um, sometimes just stepping away from work, you know, is, is helps keep things fresh. And it helps build trust on your team. You know, it's like, oh, I didn't know you were into jogging. Like, that's cool. I didn't know you like to go run this trail or whatever. That's cool. Um, you learn things about each other that way. And I, I think as long as you can keep folks learning, whether it's about learning about the project or learning about their team or something – that helps keep them engaged, um, but also changing up your questions from time to time. If you notice it's getting stale, change the questions that you're asking. Um, right, or have the team ask questions themselves that think will elicit that. Right, you know? exactly. Um, but yeah, there's like there's definitely like simple and then more involved ways of keeping things fresh. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we talked about that. You know, we want to keep the team, you know, moving forward, right? But also feel supported. And sometimes meetings can be viewed as a as an interrupt, as like sort of like an excess. It's like, you know what I'm working on. I'm assigned to to various items in our software. Why do yeah. I have to take why do I have to stop doing what I'm doing to talk to you all when all I want to say is no blockers and go on with my day? So that's sort of like a an aggressive anti-scrumite, Ken. How do you handle that situation? If someone on your team says, like, the stand-up, let's not do it. Uh, man, it's a tough one. I, I think if there was any ritual that you should keep, if you totally abandon everything else about scrum, keep the daily standup. Why? It gives you, because it, it allows you to iterate quickly and address folks, like address people's impediments and build camaraderie with your team, all those kind of things. So if someone on my team were to come to me and say that, like, Hey, I'm not getting anything out of the daily standup. So I'm just, I'm just not going to come anymore. Um, like, if you want to know what I'm working on, just go look at our sprint board. It's up to date. Like, oh, okay. So that tells me there's something, there's something lacking there. They're not seeing the value of it. So why are we asking the wrong questions? Are we having stand up at the wrong time? What is the blocker there that like, that is an impediment. There's an impediment for them that they don't see the value in the daily stand up. So that I would try to address that head on. So I would just start asking questions at that point. Why is this not working for you? Um, because in, in all honesty, and just kind of hitting it right head on here, the daily standup isn't about you. It's about the team. And so if you just want to come and say, hey, this is what I'm working on. Like, if you have questions, let me know. Like, that's a very self-centered way to approach Scrum. 
It's like scrum is about the team. It's about unblocking each other, helping get the body of work in this sprint to match our definition of done, to get it out the door, to deliver value. And if you're not willing to be a team player, then we need to address like what, what's the root cause of that? Should we change the time of the standup? Do we need to ask different questions? Um, is there some sort of interpersonal thing going on amongst the team that maybe I'm not aware of that we need to address? So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's on the, on the nose for a lot of things, but I would disagree, Ken, that it's like, this person doesn't understand what the scrum is. Like I have to like fix this person, um, as scrum masters, scrum education, scrum yeah. education that falls on us. Like what mm-hmm. are we not doing that we haven't helped this person get value out of it? And you got to that point, right? You're like, let's change the questions. Let's change the time. Interpersonal right. things are huge. You know what I mean? They may, there's going to be something going on with the team that you're not unaware of. And so asking questions and digging deeper is totally vital, but ultimately, yeah, it's a blocker and we have to facilitate that that, that fix, that removal of the blocker. And it really comes down to like, I'm, you know, we have to revamp our, 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 st- our stand up to be worthwhile. You know what I mean? We got to meet that person where they are. Yeah. Yeah. You said it well, like it's, it's a scrum education problem for sure. Thank you so much for joining us today. Two Scrums Up is hosted by me, Ken Medley, an Agile Process Leader at Alley, as well as our Director of Agile Process, my friend and coworker, John Ragazine. Our logo is by Kelsey Lakotis, and our theme music is by Chris Montgomery. Two Scrums Up is a podcast distributed by Alley. Learn more at alley.co. John, before we go, mm-hmm. will you please share with us what is the Fibonacci number of the day? Oh, I'm happy to. I'll just ask Alley about Hold on. Alley Bot. Alibot, what's the Fibonacci number of the day? Okay, your number is 4 that's the best one <laughs> Owen you're never invited to a live taping again <laughs>